0: The following entry was requested by Patreon patron, Melvin Shermain. The database thanks you for your continued support. Warning. The SCP Foundation database is classified. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. Item number. SCP-877. Object class. Euclid. Edit. Cater. Special Containment Procedures. All copies of SCP 877 are to be kept in electromagnetically sealed containers in the Site 19 storage vault. Containers are to be fitted with radio receivers set to scan all frequencies for incoming or outgoing transmissions. A log of previously used frequencies is to be kept on file. Any transmission from any copy of SCP-877 is to be reported immediately to Site-19 command. All efforts are to be made to capture as many specimens of SCP-877 as possible, to determine any of the object's other abilities. Description SCP-877 is a set of 4. Edit Is a set of 10. Edit Twelve microchips acquired between 1990 Redacted. and 2000, Redacted. from the cerebral cortices of different small mammals, animals found to contain copies of SCP-877 include, but are not limited to, Scurus carolinensis, the eastern gray squirrel; Felis catus, the domestic cat; and Eumops parotis, the western mastiff bat. The microchips are unmarked except for small stamps, readable only by electron microscope, that read, Alexilva University Biology Department, followed by, Generation, and a number. However, no records exist of an institution named Alexilva University. Moreover, the abilities of these microchips are beyond the technological capability of any known laboratory to create. Copies of SCP-877 have a potential processing speed of 3.3 times 10 to the million instructions per second at terahertz and storage capability estimated at petabytes. The chips are capable of interfacing with and controlling the motor functions of host creatures, though they will usually allow the animal's instincts to carry out routine affairs, such as eating, nesting, and mating. SCP-877 has only, edit, has primarily been noted to take over its host for the purpose of propagating itself. See Addendum 877-2. The mechanism by which this takes place is unknown, but the behavior associated is well documented. A host animal will approach another animal and immobilize it by the most expedient means available to it. The host will bite the creature somewhere on the head, making blood contact between the animals. The original host will release the animal after 10 minutes. Within 24 hours, a new copy of SCP-877 will emerge in the new host. The chip will be slightly smaller, and the generation number will have advanced by 1. The highest generation number located to date is Redacted. Update. See Addendum 877-2 and each chip appears to be capable of propagating itself six times, implying that the total population of SCP-877 may be in the millions. Edit. In the tens of millions. Addendum 877-1. Recovery Log. The first copy of SCP-877 located was discovered by zoological researchers at the University of Redacted in Tennessee in 1990 Redacted. during a typical dissection. Its unusual presence inside the creature drew the attention of Foundation scientists, who determined it to be a first-generation chip. Analysis of unusual energy readings from the chip led to scanning for radio transmissions with a frequency of leading to the capture of two more chips. Instances of SCP-877 began changing frequencies repeatedly. However, having several specimens in captivity made tracking easier. Addendum 877-2 Update Log February 2011 Tenth Specimen Acquired During testing, a major spike in radioactivity was recorded on several different frequencies. At this time, all instances of SCP-877 in captivity ceased transmitting on any frequency, and all known frequencies for SCP-877 transmission went dead. O5 Command believes the rest of the chips are communicating on scrambled channels and continuing their propagation cycles. Without any understanding of the chip's origins or ultimate goal, the threat level of SCP-877 is to be considered high, and attempts to locate specimens of and materials relating to SCP-877 should be considered top priority. August 2011, on two separate occasions within a week, reports were received of attacks against isolated humans by clusters of animals of different species working together. A single specimen of Didelphus virginiana, the North American opossum, was captured. Presence of SCP-877 confirmed during dissection. Reclassification to Cater requested. August Redacted. 2011. Cater reclassification denied by O5 Command. September Redacted. 2011. Another attack involving SCP 877 recorded. Two Boston Terriers. Four squirrels and a garter snake cooperated in attacking an eleven-year-old child who had strayed into a wooded area near her home. Using radio frequency tracking, the two terriers were contained. Presence of SCP-877 was confirmed by dissection. Both specimens were marked generation, protected. and were located deeper in the cerebrum, making discovery more difficult. Mobile Task Force Row-1, The Professors, formed and mobilized for rapid response and containment of SCP-877 instances. September 2011 After reports of unusually violent behavior, the victim of the previous SCP-877 attack was brought in by Foundation researchers. MRI scan inconclusive, though a small shadow was seen in the cerebral cortex. Researchers confirmed that the object was most likely SCP-877, given its consistent shape and location during multiple scans, though definite identification would not be possible while the subject was still alive due to the chip's placement. September Redacted 2011. Cater reclassification approved by O5 Command.